0: welcome to normal for norway
1: i'm seamus
0: and i'm indigo this is the podcast where each episode we dissect one weird thing about norway
1: so sit back relax and drive to sweden (laughs) <laughs>
0: well we already did uh almost a year ago actually so this yeah. this episode has been in the making for a long time
1: yeah i was also just thinking about how we used to say this is the podcast for each week
0: lol for one episode <laughs> we had so such high ambitions but we're back now after we're, our hiatus yeah
1: we're back no well in fairness we because i was living in berlin i don't know if you guys have heard <laughs> i've been telling everybody um And we did do one at Easter, or two at Easter. Yeah, we did. And now we both have mics.
0: Yeah, we've upgraded our recording situation, no thanks to you people.
1: (laughs) Our Wikipedia page has not gotten one (laughs) subscriber. But it means that we can now start each episode with a acapella rendition (laughs) of... (laughs) <laughs> the Norwegian national anthem. Take it away, Indigo. be
0: vi good Oh no, okay. Um. That's probably copyrighted, actually. I don't think I'm allowed to.
1: No, the no. national anthem. Surely not.
0: <laughs> no, I guess not. How do national anthems work? Like.
1: I don't know. I think they all got written in like the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> Before
0: there were copyrights. Yeah. Um. All right. So today we're talking about
1: <laughs> Harituj. Yeah, or Grenza Handel. As is maybe it's the more
0: politically correct politically
1: correct term, yeah, which is basically cross-border shopping, right? Um, which there is some of in Norway. I actually don't know how Norway compares in like quantity to other countries.
0: No, that's a stat that we um, did not look up, but we will get into the stats. But we let's just make
1: bit. a hot take. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's rife in yeah. Norway. It's absolutely terrible how much cross-border shopping is happening in this country. It's shocking. It is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So, what is hotitude actually, Seamus?
1: Well, yeah. So, you drive to Sweden, or not only Sweden, actually, because you can also go to Denmark, Finland, Mm. Germany, Mm. even, or Sweden. But I did read a fact somewhere, and this is backed up by. A memory inside of my own brain I don't have the <laughs> source But that 95% Of cross-border shopping In Norway is in Sweden
0: Yeah I mean I would, I would believe that Because yeah. I
1: suppose it's m- most people in Norway Live in or most The most populated city is Oslo right And then the nearest place is Sweden I'm assuming they don't do Cross-border shopping in Bergen
0: no, and that was something that we found out in our research, which obviously geographically makes a lot of sense because it's too far for them to
1: drive. Oh, there was that really sad woman on the documentary.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we, so full disclosure, we took a lot of the information you're going to hear today from uh, an excellent documentary episode by Anna Cole Yes. Uh, from Tidsvitna, which is about Hari Um And there was a woman from, from Bergen that said that she does not do
1: she seemed a bit smug as well it was like all right it's not any choice of your own that you live like Like a million miles away from sweden i'm sure you'd be over the border every day (laughs) buying your if you could yeah um but though it yeah so it's mostly like dry that's what we did like we drove from oslo to sweden how long did it take us Less than two hours? Absolutely
0: maybe? less than two. I would say like an hour. An or hour maybe and a, half, bit more, a bit it's more. It's motorway the yeah. whole way, actually. Yeah. It's quite easy. It's very, very direct. Um,
1: and But there's other places that people go. Like my colleague was telling me in Kristiansand, you can get on a ferry in the morning <laughs> that drives three hours to Denmark. You spend the day in Denmark taking in all the cultural sights and sounds and heritage of or what's that city that's yeah. like yeah and then you get back on the ferry at like four or five and then you go the three hours back and there's an all you can eat all you can drink buffet and everyone gets like completely wasted and they bought all of their stuff in denmark <laughs> and then you go out on the town in kiss Johnson when you get back because you're like so tanked up from the ferry t- <laughs> journey and so he fun. was like it's very hottie mm. so what is hottie because grensa means border and Handel means shopping. So Grenze Handel is like the normal word, like border shopping. But it can also be called Harry Tour. Mm. Not to be confused with Harry Potter. Did you see Hagrid died today?
0: Yeah, that was sad. Very sad. Mm.
1: But what is Harry?
0: So, and I didn't know this until we were doing our research. And to be honest, I always thought that it was spelled H-A-R-I. Same.
1: Because like. in
0: Norwegian, like, I thought it was like Hari. Harry. Not like Harry, but yeah. it's Harry.
1: But it should be Harry.
0: <laughs> yeah, Harry.
1: Is that either saying? Yeah, and we're the, hearing he, it. Maybe, maybe. Oh,
0: anyway. Norwegians do not call us about this. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what it is actually is the name Harry. Yeah. As in the English name Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Not not to be confused, but it, in fact is Harry Potter. Yeah. And it's because. Apparently, in Norway, and I don't know if this is still true, actually. I feel like it probably is still true. People that are, like, lower or middle class would give their kids English names. Yeah. Like Johnny, Jonny, Harry.
1: Yeah, Harry. Do you think it comes from... Or I wonder when did Harry start? Because is it from, like, Prince Harry? Because everyone loved Diana, right? Mm, I don't know. And do you remember we went to that movie about those people... Diana's funeral or Diana's wedding oh yeah
0: that was such a good movie. and was
1: and like they was and they, Diana's it, wedding yeah, yeah and it was like a movie where they were kind of following this couple that yeah. were like a kind of working class couple or two working class couples
0: yeah they were a bit hottie they and, went to yeah. Sweden they went to yeah. the, the strip club on the Swedish border <laughs> in the forest <laughs> that's a great movie
1: yeah but like they follow the life of yeah. like Diana yeah. right so maybe that's but I think maybe hottie is before that we'll have to Let's just make up another hot take. We—that's why. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Prince. Harry, we have Prince Harry to thank for this.
0: I mean, it definitely predates that. But I like—I yeah. like your alternative history. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, so it it comes from this like tradition of um people in Norway naming their kids with English names. But the the definition of Harry in Sture Norske Lexikon, which is like the Norwegian states Wikipedia page basically or kind of like a dictionary right well yeah but it's even more than that because they actually have these pages that have like a lot of information sigurd actually has authored some really yeah quite an honor (laughs) about what philosophy of course phenomenology (laughs) but um the page says uh this is the definition that it means uneducated provincial unsophisticated or um in in bad taste i'm and you know what (laughs) that's us that (laughs) That
1: is so harsh yeah
0: it's a really harsh provincial they're
1: not mincing words and then they
0: say it's um a slang word so yeah that is what it means
1: yeah okay because it's seen as kind of that to go border shopping which is funny because like in ireland we have this concept like people go to northern ireland i like growing up it wasn't that big of a thing or or for me anyway uh or I didn't really hear, hear it talk, talked about, but now I think it's becoming more of a thing because it's... Oh, uh, no, maybe my dad told me that they used to go there and, like, buy cl- clothes or some... Certain things mm-hmm. were, like, cheaper there, but now alcohol is way cheaper there. So uh. if you, like, drive up there... And, of course, like, there's no check, so you can buy, like, as much oh. as you want. Wow. But... I don't think there's any, like... It's not associated with, like, oh, you're trash because you do that. It's just, like...
0: Right.
1: Yeah. You... Taking the time out of your day to do it. Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> Pour me another glass <laughs> yeah of that sweet northern alcohol well, northern orange alcohol.
0: That brings us to what do you buy? Oh, but first we should tell our listeners what we're drinking today.
1: What are we drinking? It looks like <laughs> a delicious glass of milk. Yeah, it does
0: look like milk. <laughs> it's a pumpkin spice, white Russian. Mm. Um, my drink of the year, of the season. Delicious. So good. Um, it's like a dessert but what do you buy well for example alcohol yes and we did do that and it is cheaper alcohol is cheaper absolutely what's interesting and this ties to our vimunapura episode is that some alcohol is not cheaper because i looked up um a champagne yeah and andre clouet and it was not cheaper Oh. in uh but do they not
1: have this because they basically have the same concept as norway where they have the like the state-owned monopoly on alcohol called system yeah um but do they not have that similar thing of like they just have a set kind of like margin and then they don't, don't like make extra money if it's or
0: i honestly i don't know but i, I looked do... it up and it you'd only save 40 kroner on a bottle of the
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, for me, like, because we wanted to talk a bit about, like, why do people go... Why do people go on, like, tour, Or, like, why do people buy? But, like, for me, the alcohol was less appealing in a way. Like, it was yeah. still really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> like, Or maybe it's because, like, in my mind, I'm, like, used to just... Non-Swedish slash Norwegian prices So then to me it's just yeah. always going to seem Like a bit like extortionate I mean it definitely was cheaper But I think I remember checking like a bottle of wine That I like, that I buy in Wien Monopola and it was like three euros cheaper or something
0: yeah it's not super significant on on some things on other things it is i wanted
1: to like do a calculation for the podcast of like okay like how much is the petrol does the petrol cost to drive Mm. there that calculation awareness which have changed a lot now with you know Mm. what's all that's going on but i didn't get around to it so
0: (laughs) so once again
1: Hot take is It is worth going to Sweden And also the thing is It's not just about the money right It's also kind of fun And that's like Because I talked to some Like Norwegians about this Like Oh you know Do you do it Like what do you Like uh, What do you think about it Like is it actually worth it And so on And they were like Yeah not Like it's more just For the day out Like and the excitement
0: well and so yeah to go back to this thing of like what do you buy and whether or not it's it's actually cheaper i mean there are other things like meat yeah meat is definitely cheaper but something that we talked about today was that for us it's more about the selection it's not so much that we save money on everything uh but it is the selection is just so much better there and that's because norway is not in the eu yes and so we don't get the same imports that sweden does
1: yeah so I saw like there's basically this um because yeah Sweden can presumably import or there's probably just much more competitive market because you can import meat and all that stuff into Sweden without any tariffs because it's in the EU but Norway not the case which is like the confusing thing I was like going down a rabbit hole today (laughs) and I was thinking we need to actually do a separate podcast on like What is going on with the EU in terms of it being in the, no, sorry, what's going on with Norway in terms of it being in the EEA, but not in the customs union and so on and so forth. Like I was on this, so for example, I started to learn today about, what did you study by the way?
0: (laughs) I studied history and peace and conflict.
1: Your master's was peace and conflict.
0: Yeah, but with a focus in history.
1: So you don't cover the EU in that. The history of the EU by any chance. <laughs> now that you say that. conveniently. Um, no, not really. No. Okay. I mean,
0: well, it, in terms of how it relates to like geopolitics, yes.
1: Yeah, well actually I saw this is like total sidebar, but I saw um a I saw a chart recently that was like a map of of the EU asking people like, what do you think is the most important thing or what is the most important thing for you about the EU? And in Western Europe, it was dominated by um, peace. So, Mm -hmm. like, basically stopping a war in Europe. And in in the east of Europe, it was, like, freedom of movement. Because, of course, like, there's a lot of emigration from the east to the west of Europe. So, I thought that was kind of interesting. But I was learning about it today. So, the EEA agreement, you've got the four pillars. The freedom of movement of goods is one of them. And Norway is in the EEA. So, like, this is a quote from their own from Norway.no. I think it's like the mission of Norway's website or something. And it says, Custom duties and quantitative restrictions on trade in such products are prohibited within the E within the EEA, which they're in. But then they've somehow managed to like bring in they like they have basically a lot of tolls on all sorts of random stuff anyway, which then makes it really expensive for and like I think it's basically agricultural products that are the main thing but not just that i found out today like clothes is included all that stuff do you ever buy clothes online yeah sometimes yeah but basically anyway i felt like i was being gaslit because i was going around the internet today reading all about the EEA, but then also trying to understand like how how are they like squaring this circle or whatever that phrase is (laughs) to be in the EEA, but also be able to control that like essentially not import any like bacon and stuff like that. <laughs> do you know? No. I
0: anyway. do I look like I know?
1: <laughs> no. Secret was like explaining, I think they basically like negotiated a, an exemption for agricultural products, but that doesn't answer the clothes question. So if anyone knows why we have to pay duty on clothes, let me know.
0: Call us directly. <laughs> Call us. If Go on know.
1: our wikipedia page and submit a ticket. Yeah, exactly. and we'll take up to 16 working days to respond. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If we deign to answer. Um, I kind of want to give some stats just to give context to this. Um, So, of course, the Statistics Bureau of Norway has... um, really good numbers on this and they're actually they said that they're going to become even more detailed
1: uh now how do they uh, i was thinking about this are they like tracking uh like our card payments for example like oh seamus went because i wouldn't be surprised like that's the surprising thing about norway like when i did my tax return and i looked in and it literally was like you have down to like the cent what was in my bank account yeah what i ate for dinner last (laughs) night yeah (laughs) <laughs> what my favorite drinkie is
0: <laughs> So they said that So this is the, the latest numbers That in the first quarter of 2022 um, Norwegians have spent um, 2.5 billion kroner Whoa. On day trips over the
1: border 2.5 So that's 250 million euro Yeah Okay And
0: then the it says the the numbers from the official like border um, uh, shopping survey it says that it, it was 2.1 billion in the same period. So I don't really know yeah what the method is for for gathering this information. Mm. Um, and then it says the results from both of these, I guess surveys or data gathering methods shows that Norwegians have gone on 1.2 million day trips. Uh, in the first quarter
1: this year. Oh wow!
0: Um, but that's just like till utlanda to yeah. other countries, so it doesn't have to be Sweden. And then this this wonderful table that I've pasted in here that is because they've started um, getting more detailed information about what people are actually buying. Uh-huh. Again, I don't know how they're finding this out. Um, so the the percentages in terms of yeah what people are actually purchasing, uh, I find it pretty interesting. So food and like household goods. Is a little over 40%. And then alcohol is 12.9%. And then you've got things like tobacco, 11%. Chocolate and other sweets, 5.4%. Got it. Yeah. Um, mineral water and soda. Oh, and then services. Yeah, services. Sketchy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What does that mean? A nice massage at Nordby. Yeah, it's <laughs> important to point... I was just thinking, because the thing with the, with the like, border shopping closest to Oslo is it's essentially all in this enormous yeah. shopping centre in the middle of the forest yeah. that is near nothing. Oh, there's a town called Stramstad, but we didn't even go there. Or you have to go there to go to the Sustenbolaga.
0: Yeah, so that's the only reason we
1: went. Okay, recording. Okay. So, we're officially in Sweden!
0: Sweden! <laughs>
1: We're on our way to, what's the name of the town? Uh, Strumstadt.
0: Strumstadt. And we're joined by our trusty companions, Amalia and Alex, in the back seat.
1: There's a a very important cultural and heritage site in Strumstadt that we're interested in seeing because we love history and politics and culture. It's called (laughs) (laughs) Sustéme What is that? What is that?
0: Um, we're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll report back in a few minutes
1: yeah. when we made it there. But like, why doesn't Nordiboo just get it? And it was so funny oh, when no. I flew back to Oslo when I was moving back to Oslo from Berlin. The first thing that like I saw that I kind of recognized <laughs> was the border between Norway and Sweden. Mm-hmm. Like, it's called Svinasund, and there's a bridge there. That oh, we should talk a bit about the bridge, which is kind of like gas. But bridge there that you drive over when you're driving to Sweden. And then in the forest, I could just see a little bit, like, cleared out of the forest. And the big, massive Norbu just shining there. (laughs) It was like, yeah, I was like, okay, you're coming back to Norway. The prices are, like, going to be really high. But don't forget, we're still down here. And I was, like, waving.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Waving to all your friends in Norway. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because there's nothing, there's really nothing there. And um, the thing about Sweden is that, unlike Norway, because in Norway there's been a political push to like or it's like important to norway and norwegians and norwegian politicians to protect these little towns all over norway and kind of like yeah. make sure that people are living in many different parts of the country and yeah. like we don't have time to get into that but in sweden they haven't done that and so in sweden things are very concentrated yeah and there's not all these kind of just like random little villages around and it's just funny because on the border you have these yeah towns where literally their only purpose is the only way they could even like survive oh, yeah. is for grensehandel and
1: it was super sad during yeah. COVID, and yeah. we haven't done any research on this because we want to move on with our lives. And I think that like no one wants to hear about COVID anymore. No. But I remember seeing the news yeah. like these places were like destitute because no one was going over the border, and their entire. Yeah, yeah. and if you think about it, if they spend two hundred fifty million in billion, yeah, a billion kroner, but two hundred fifty million oh, yeah, euros, yeah. Yeah. Uh... it's insane. Yeah, then it must be... yeah, because I read somewhere as well. It was like. I read this really judgy article that was like, if all these like ha- haughty handled people would stop doing what they're doing, that it would make like 8,000 jobs in Norway. And mm. it would like, I don't know, the state would get obviously like a lot of this revenue. But for the, for the research methods for this number is surely they could just, if Nordibu is like a public company, just look up their revenue. And you can assume that like 95% of that revenue is, Norwegian yeah. people, Yeah, we have a clip of me, <laughs> maybe we'll play, going around the car park, <laughs> offering services, no, uh, <laughs> checking where the cars are from, and spoiler alert, they're all from Norway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The bridge. The bridge. So there was an old bridge that was built in, when was it built, like... The early no after the war mm-hmm. actually they built it yes yeah. and because that's apparently when the like Hottie Handel, like kind of took off because people started to get cars and yeah
0: so apparently there was car rationing in Norway yeah and I presume also in Sweden and then people started getting cars like in the fifties but one thing that was pointed out in the in the documentary this is also sidebar now but like it, the people driving over the border were not were not kind of. Tacky, poor, like they weren't lower class. They were no. actually upper class because they could afford cars. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like this day trip thing, which we'll get into in a minute. Where it's like it is a trip. It's a, it's an event. It's a, it's a moment.
1: Yeah. You and know? apparently they had this big like tent. Yeah. On the border. And yeah. It was like kind of. It felt very exotic because I suppose maybe a lot of people at that time had never even left Norway. So yeah. even to go to Sweden was like, ooh, this is crazy. And they had all this crazy like, Swedish stuff and so on. Yeah but i thought the funny thing as well in that show they talked about the bridge that they built in the after the war and that this the norwegians <laughs> were like yeah let's just build like they just wanted like the cheapest possible bridge this is before they found the oil yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah yeah just build whatever bridge and the swedes were like no we want to build like the most fabulous bridge ever and like just don't <sighs> mind those norwegians and so like 85 percent of the like money for it yeah. and the labor was like coming from sweden and then the Norwegians like offered up like a small percent. Yeah. And then the guy said that it's flipped. That now eighty-five percent of the traffic <laughs> going between the countries is from Norway to Sweden. Yeah. Uh, but they built a new bridge then that opened in like two thousand five.
0: Yeah, we saw some clips from it. It was very cute. Like all these people on the bridge celebrating, and the the kings were there giving yeah, their speeches. Both kings,
1: Swedish and Norwegian. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I would actually like to do it sometime and go over the old bridge because apparently it's more scenic.
0: Yeah, it did look gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, grand. So food is very expensive in Norway. We're going to get into that in, like, another episode um, to talk about the reasons why. But, like, meat, dairy, uh, thing. But the, in fairness, the thing is they've turned Nordeby, which is the shopping center, into, like, a delight of, like, all sorts of things. Like, that shop partai P-A-R-T-A-J, <laughs> where you can just buy, like, a snooze box that says Daddy on <laughs> <And we're> it. Like... <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, there's some really good stuff there. And, yeah, even stuff that's not necessarily less expensive, but it's just, like, fun. Yeah,
1: it's, it's just, fun. just fun. It's stuff. weird. You're talking to a Swedish staff person. It's like, ooh, yeah. this is cool.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. Um, also, funny thing about Nordby is that it was actually built by Ulav Tum, who is a Norwegian real estate magnate.
1: Yeah, Um, who wears a weird hat, yes. Yeah. A red hat. All the time. I'm grand. like, m- when we start scraping the bottom of the barrel of what we can possibly make episodes about. We'll do one about him. About yeah. And then a year later, his hat.
0: Follow <laughs> <Call laughs> up. I mean, honestly, we probably could.
1: Episode 573 yeah. this random man that you've never heard of's hat. <laughs> <laughs> Episode is 57 minutes long. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, but then I wanted to ask okay, or did we already go through this? Does it actually save you money?
0: I mean, we did a little bit. Yeah, I I think that it does. Um, at the same time, like, you have to think about, okay, say you go with a group, like, maybe you split the petrol costs. Yeah. Those kinds of things, like, I bet if you did kind of calculate it down to the kroner, like, the, those things do matter. Yeah. And the other thing about it is it's not very far, but it is still a bit of a time investment. Mm. And that kind of then brings us to what i think is interesting is that yeah it's this cultural uh tradition almost and in again in this documentary great documentary um they talked about how it used to be that on um the thursday before easter i'm sorry i don't remember what that is called in english um but what is it do you know what it's called it's i have no idea anyway yeah. um
1: palm thursday <laughs> no that's wednesday <laughs> wait what does shad mean i don't know okay
0: So, people in Norway would go shopping in Sweden because it actually wasn't a holiday in Sweden, but it's a holiday in Norway. Yeah. And how it was this, like, big event, and it looked so fun. Yeah. People were just, like, partying. They're having fun. They were getting a little rowdy. And then, apparently, in, like, 2009, Sistembolaga actually stopped being open on that day. Yeah. Because it was so overwhelming and, like, so bad. And the police would just have to be, like, arresting these rowdy Norwegians. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I do think that it is th- my point is that when you do a hottie tood it's like it's fun You're, yeah. it's like, oh it's a Saturday we're gonna do our hottie and we have all our things we're gonna buy and all our bits and we go as a group we went with it was you and me and Alex and Amalia, secret so sister, my sister-in-law and it was just like it was fun and we had lunch at Max Burger.
1: and it's also you feel a bit naughty because yeah. or Amalia brought she cleverly brought some like Cl- like a bag that could have been Like you could think was an overnight bag Because technically apparently Or mm. there's maybe a distinction between The amount that you can bring In terms of value or something If you've yeah. been in there for 24 hours or less Yeah, So if she you told get us. stopped at the border control Which there is like We didn't get stopped but no. we had to drive through the little yeah Section and they like looked in yeah And, and then Indigo go. Luckily flashed them <laughs> 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 And then they waved us on <laughs> I did not do that um, But would I If need yeah, be Yeah Perhaps exactly. <laughs> I remember as well Like when we were going through because like Of course you have limits On what you can bring I like Try to like hide, or like I put a bottle of yeah. wine in the like wheel thing in the car. And I remember saying that to a Norwegian. They were like, "You're an amateur. Like that's the first place they check." Like, oh, really? <laughs> no,
0: no, but it wasn't just the the wheel. You actually put it in the side, like that secret little compartment that actually is hard to. Yeah, but find. apparently that was, like, that's like, or something. like oh, everyone knows it's that. Rookie, oh,
1: rookie mistake to God. hide your alcohol in there. We're
0: total amateurs, yeah. but yeah, Amalia brought this overnight bag, and she said that if they ask, like, you should say you're, you've gone to a. Like a cabin. My cousin lives in (laughs) Nordby.
1: There's a small little shack behind the shopping center. (laughs) Wait, sorry, what were you saying before that?
0: No, just that, yeah, it's when you asked, oh, do you save money? It's kind of like, it's almost just not even the point. I think you do, or you can. Yeah. You don't always, but you can. I mean, also, again, um, Maybe if you plan it out really well, you could do quite a good savings. And one example of this is for weddings. I hear a lot of people do oh, this yeah. for weddings. And Vigdis, again, my other sister-in-law, did this for her wedding where um, I can't remember like who it was, but a group... Of people And maybe it was like Four people Went together And then they all got Their like max quota Of wine Yeah
1: because can you also In the documentary In back in the day They said that kids counted Is that still true
0: Oh that was so funny Yeah they were saying That people have like Flesk unger And socker unger Which is like Sugar children And like uh, meat, meat children <laughs> Meat children <laughs> Oh don't
1: mind him That's just my meat child <laughs> We're fattening him up For Christmas <laughs> Well we're gonna cover That particularly <laughs> norwegian tradition in another episode <laughs> stay tuned at
0: christmas christmas special <laughs> but yeah i don't know i mean i think it's probably still true yeah a person is a person no but okay
1: but sorry to back to the thing when they all go on shower tour stock they still do it so mm. i googled this and it was like a bit there was a huge one this year because it was the first time they'd been in 2 years because the oh border had been closed in 2020 and 2021 we should have gone i know and i was looking at oh you go next year uh and it was like the swedish police yeah has f- had to quadruple <laughs> the police presence in of <laughs> so presumably that's from one policeman <laughs> to four police people. Sorry, um, in
0: Sweden they're only men.
1: <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, they 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 went, and there are these people. A lot of them are these like. Have you heard of what this is? No. Okay, Arrowanid is, and I have the wiki up here. This is not the the Norwegian wiki, but maybe you should like check it on that one as well because it's probably hilarious. But it says. A runner some hard or so it's like a, a is a person that has cars and purposeless purposeless driving <laughs> as their free time interests. And it's just like some pictures here I'm gonna show you indigo of like they look uh, kinda like motorcycle um, yeah, like Yeah, kinda like biker yeah. aesthetic, but then they're all sitting on top of a car. And I know that this exists in Finland as well, so maybe it's like a Nordic-wide phenomenon. Hmm, um, and I, I actually wrote to Sigurd about it today. I was like, Sigurd, what is this ruoned? <laughs> and like, and he was just like, the Wikipedia explains it. And the Wikipedia basically just says like, yeah, they're young people who like to party around their cars, um, and they also like uh, motorcycles. Uh, and they're also, I, the the words that they're using to describe them are kind of very similar to the words that they're using to describe haughty.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of synonymous. It's funny, I tried to look this up just now on st- Sture and yeah. it just gives me the page for pigs, because Roln is apparently, like, a male pig or something.
1: R-O-N-E-R.
0: Yeah, yeah it says, um...
1: Oh, but maybe that's where yeah. it comes from. Yeah, no,
0: that, yeah, I think that is that is it. But it's just funny because it's, like, not giving me the human definition. It's just, like, it's a pig. Um, <laughs> that's quite <laughs> funny. Yeah, it was. Want...
1: <laughs> Sveen, Greece, God. Again, not mincing their words. <laughs> Swine, pig, okay. But, yeah, I then I was, like, laughing at this quote uh, from one of the Rwanders who went to uh, Strumsta. This Easter (laughs) to party. And he said, I don't want to, like, describe myself as hottie. But I do think that it should be allowed to be completely hammered. Like, (laughs) dritoffel. In the back of a van. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's just, like, a picture of him, like, smiling with his friend. But but what's kava? Do you know? Um, They must be allowed to... Some th- some C- unknown car, verb uh, In the back of a va- van It's fun
0: It's fun I don't know actually
1: Yeah so That's f- But then I was also like Laughing so much at this article So they like write the article And then it's like they were expecting like partying on the norwegian side because they'll all like go there for the day and like terrorize Strumsta. not norby they're old school they go into the village that was like <laughs> before Nordby was built um and then and then they like go back to the norwegian side and like continue partying in like halden or whatever fabulous and um, but then a tragedy struck <laughs> <laughs> so they all crashed like there was like, a, Wait, what? Um, yeah there was like, a, a, a a chain crash or like a, a pile up uh, oh my god in uh, in a in a tunnel and it had apparently um, they they at the point at the time of writing, they hadn't like solved the crime, but it had also it had maybe something to do with the costing of flasks. Oh. So people were throwing like bottles out the window of their car, and then maybe someone had to swerve, and it caused a pileup. Whoa! Okay, uh, well, but no one uh, was hurt, according to this. I mean, um supposedly. Uh yeah, according to this article.
0: I think we should just end this uh, cap it off with. Are Norwegians ashamed to be hottie? Yeah,
1: to be... Ho- like, they're definitely ashamed to go hottie to it because I was reading an article about it and they were saying, like, they found it difficult to find people that would talk to them. Yeah, May- They said that the ar- when the article was written, it was during COVID times and I think you technically were discouraged from going to yes. Sweden, so that might have been part of it. Yeah. Like, okay, oh... But also, I think there is, like, a general reluctance to talk about it.
0: Yeah, and we kind of experience this when we've anecdotally like just tried to sort of informally survey people about this like oh do you go on harditude what do you you know what do you think of it and all this and people kind of say that they
1: don't No, or it's like yeah it's like they they do when you push them yeah and like they kind of like secretly enjoy it but i think it's it's probably the thing of like um You're, Because in Norway, of course, it's like there's like this kind of strong pressure to like conform to like or like to be an upstanding member of society and for like to pay your taxes and so on. So in a way you're like subverting that Mm. and you're giving money to the Swedish state and you're also kind of like implying that you don't agree with like the Norwegian taxes on things. And actually, that was the interesting thing as well in that documentary that they said that the when there was a study done like a while ago before oh there God. was because apparently the amount of this like, cross-border shopping is like increasing every year. So mm-hmm. it, like in the last ten years, it's like exploded. Yeah. But before that, they did a survey, and like the law or the most overrepresented political group was FRPA. I don't know, like how do you describe them? Um, far right, right? Yeah Like yeah, right. sort of liberal as They're in, like, a little
0: bit um, libertarian yeah. In some of their ways I would say Yeah but they like hate immigrants they're, well, bad, right? yeah. <laughs> <Basically>, they're bad yeah <laughs> Basically they're
1: bad They're bad but they want to like Reduce taxes and stuff And then yeah so those people Because maybe they're less ashamed of it Because they they want to reduce mm. the amount of taxes. Mm-hmm. So, so they're just like, well, whatever I'm going to go anyway, because I actually don't think that the tax should be this high on meat and sugar. Yeah. Like this kind of thing.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like justified,
1: but are they pro joining the EU? No, 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 We're going to have to do like Wait, a whole, no, s- I don't think they're no,
0: I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about who is, no, I don't. Well, think
1: well they then they're hypocrites <laughs> <laughs> kind of, right? Yeah. Cause part of the price problem is like, cause
0: they're a bit yeah. nationalistic, but it, yeah, it's kind of funny, funny combo. Yeah. Um, oh sorry one is a bit of a random addition but um in that documentary one of the funny things that people apparently were buying in Sweden was uh hair hair gel or hairspray oh, yeah.
1: lacquer <laughs> yeah because Horlock.
0: lock because um yeah they were just asking oh what are people coming by and the guy was like tinned peas and <laughs> horlock, and we were like, like really?
1: 800 bottles of eau de Ville. they were all such joyless Ville. people though. yeah the, they
0: all seem so miserable
1: the that they inter- maybe strömstad is a bit of a weird place I don't know
0: it probably is
1: if you're listening and you're from Strumstar, ignore that <laughs>
0: <laughs> blink twice if you're okay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah norwegians ashamed to be haughty i would say yes yeah generally yes
1: yeah maybe i don't know i think that was like a one of the slight culture shocks when i came to norway and and i don't know if that's like as in i think now in the anglo world it's completely embraced to be trashy if Uh, i don't know if no not completely embraced but i don't think people are that ashamed of it depending maybe i'm just talking about ireland but or like I don't know. Like, let's look at like the rise of like reality TV mm. and stuff. And you obviously have that yeah. in Norway as well. But I think here I I hear more attitudes from people that are a bit judgy about that kind of thing. Like, 100%, as percent. I think, 100%. An, and it's kind of like for me, it's like there. You, I used to hear that more in Ireland, and then I think like the attitude shifted of just like, well, if you enjoy it, then it doesn't really matter how it's like viewed
0: but i actually think it's also because uh, now i'm just speaking about the u.s but i think a lot of things that were considered very trashy before and maybe they still are considered trashy but they've like infiltrated high culture for example like keeping up with the kardashians you know when i was like a young teenager and that was first starting that would be like oh that's yeah quite trashy and like oh reality tv whatever yeah but you know now they're part of the elite you know, like yeah. fashion and, and culture and all these things. But it's still kind of this combination of like high and low. Yeah. Whereas in Norway, we were talking about Paradise Hotel, which is very trashy <laughs> and like X on the Beach and these kinds of yeah. shows that are quite trashy reality TV. Yeah. But if you said to someone like, oh, do you watch that? Or like, oh, I watch that. They would not, they would find that embarrassing. Like nobody <laughs> will admit that except for like maybe some people we know.
1: Maybe we're hanging out with like two highbrow people. Uh but also, maybe the Norwegians have it right. maybe we've gone too far we've, we've got far. Indigo and I are sitting here, both looking exactly like a Kardashian <laughs> face is fully done. I actually, as part of my and this is like just a sidebar we 're not going to like discuss this, but I just <laughs> wanted to put it out into the universe <laughs> that I googled like. Because I was thinking about this, like, hmm, yeah. Like, as I noticed it, like, when I was doing this research that, like, for example, even, like, that guy who is, like, a self-identified Rwanda. He was, like, I don't think I'm Harry, but it should be allowed to be hammered in the back of a van. And it's, like, (laughs) it's kind of funny that, like, you would would more readily admit to, like, that than being hottie. Right. So then I was, like, I just Googled, like, when did it, when did being trashy become okay or something <laughs> and then i found this book called or like i found an article that was super mean and judgmental about honey boo boo oh <laughs> no and it was just like what have we come to that like she is like you know a celebrity like whatever happened to like da, da, da. and then it, at the end it was like charlotte hayes is the author of when did white trash become the new normal no. a southern lady asks the impertinent question <laughs> my copy is on its way <laughs> <laughs> and i will be doing a review on my book review podcast i can't wait yeah
0: well i don't think there's really much more to say
1: no i don't think so we're just gonna enjoy a nice big bottle of system blog it's oh, wine. Eau de vie. <laughs> yeah, as if like, a year later it's all been drank
0: oh yeah a year probably took a month <laughs> yeah bye